Hi, Anna. How are you? Hi. Oh, my God. I'm so excited to talk to you. I love you so much. Oh, thank you. Likewise. What's going on? Um, okay. So, um, well, I first want to say I feel like what you say about, like, the date box, the hookup box is so real. Um, I just, like, was dating this guy for three months, and, like, um, just, like, I could really, like, immediately tell that um, you were in the you hookup know, box. Date me. Oh, yeah, that you like, want? He picked me up from LAX oh. after our fifth date. Um, which was like so appreciated. Yeah. Um, and just like I it was the first guy that I felt like I was like I really like and I feel like he likes me as well. Yeah. Um, I was ready to like say love you. Oh well. Boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. And um, I'm in New York for two weeks and he broke up with me on Wednesday when I was here. He called me and, and broke it off and it's just like so. <laughs> what did he say? So. I mean, there was, like, kind of, like, I feel like for the week before, there, I wasn't getting a lot of communication, and it, I thought it was because, you know, he was busy with work, or he went on a trip with his family, so I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt, but um, basically, I was in New York on the subway, and he just started going into me on text, being like, it just kind of, like, this sent this long text, being like, you're really shallow, you deserve someone as shallow as you. What the fuck? In a nice way, and then... Just was like I think we're on different points of life, and and then he ended up calling me and basically told me he wasn't falling in love with me, which is like okay, but like why did he need to send me all those texts before? Like why couldn't he just call me and explain that to me? But I don't know. I just I feel like it's hard because it was over the phone, and like I wish there was just like a little bit more closure. I, I'm just Mm-mm. you called me because you know how I feel about closure, right? I, you do not. Okay. First of all, for him, it, look, anyone can dump anyone. It's, it's a free world. But the fact that he attacked your character out of nowhere after a week of like being little dick energy and not really texting you, like, doesn't sit right with me. Doesn't sit right with me at all. Okay. First of all, he could, Wait till you're back. You're right. But he didn't. He, so he's obviously a pussy or like, I don't know, a loser. I don't, I'm not really sure. Um, second of all, he attacked your character for no reason. Then third of all, tried to call you and, and be mean and try to connect all the dots and whatever. Like the only closure that you need is the, the closure that you're going to give yourself. Like you truly, truly do not need to see this person again. He's obviously going through something. This is a textbook scenario where I know it's men always come back or their lives get worse. I very rarely say I know something is going to happen, but I can guarantee you that if you cut, block him, delete him from Instagram, don't text him again, I can guarantee you there's a weird text coming your way in about two to three months. It's a, oh, this and that happened. Can you meet for a coffee? I made a mistake. I was going through something. My cat died, blah, blah, blah. I can guarantee it because he just it's one of those situations like a, a week of weird communication and then a mean text and then a call. Something is going on. But here's the, here's the thing. Here's the great thing. It's not your problem. And I know that it's tough because you were falling in love with him and you felt all that stuff. I, I, I'm serious. You don't you don't need to go see this person or, or have any big talk like he made his bed and now he has to lie in it. Okay, I have his luggage still. Oh, <laughs> never mind. Just drop it off. Dro- um. Drop it off. <laughs> um, drop it off. Honestly, you're in New York. Chuck it into the into the river. I mean, I don't know. Leave it at LAX and be like, go fetch, buddy. Like, I. 
Yeah. Why do you have his luggage? Because I needed a carry-on and he gave me. Oh, it's literally you're borrowing his bag. Honestly, keep yeah, it. Yeah. Keep it. Really? Is it Remova? <laughs> no, it's not that nice. But... Then keep it. Yeah. Who cares? If he asks for it back, be like, I don't know what you're talking about. It's time to gaslight girl boss gatekeep. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Sorry. Um, did he ask about it when he called you? Well, I, I basically we ended the call and I was like, number one, do you want your luggage back? Number two, can you delete my nudes? And <laughs> um, what did he say? He, he said, of course. But oh, okay. For the for the, for the um the second part, but for the luggage, he was like, you can give it back if you'd like. And so I don't know. I just thought to be respectful too, and I as part of me was also hoping to kind of see him in like person, and I don't know. I get that urge. If I were you, I wouldn't, you know what, I, I take it back. I, I was being, I was joking around and I'm sorry, but I would go, I would like have a friend just go drop it by his door and just text him and say, hey, I left your um, suitcase outside and that's it. Literally, that's it. I just, I, I always feel like when you want to see them one more time, it's like, it's, yeah, it's like, cause you're searching for an answer, but if he had anything satisfying to tell you, he would have told you on the phone. He would have said, oh, it's this, 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 that, and the third. Like, he's just, I don't know. I, I feel like he would have offered it up on the phone. And I feel like if yeah. you go meet him in person, it might just be another painful, like unsatisfying conversation because it doesn't sound like the conversation on the phone was that satisfying it sounds like it kind of felt like hurtful and out of the blue yeah just was like I don't know it, it, I just felt yeah it was came out of nowhere I felt, I mean I felt there was distance but I just thought it was he was busy and I was trying to be respectful but yeah yeah that that's my take I think I think you got to leave it and uh and I think that you have a weird text coming your way in a few months but by that point you'll be moved on happy probably dating someone new who's much better okay thank you so much I love you I'm sorry that happened to you I love you something better is coming I know I know that for sure for you too yeah Yeah. all right (laughs) hang in there and enjoy your trip to New York try to enjoy it thank you love you bye I felt bad. And we were joking around a lot, but, and then she's, she was sad, but I, God, I mean, yeah, I just feel like when it's those type of unsatisfying breakups, that's where my like Virgo kind of self comes in. And I'm just like, just cold Turkey. Like, why would you have another annoying conversation? And also, yeah, fuck him. Um, okay. Let's talk to Monica. Hi, Monica. Um, hey, Tinks. Uh, glad I got through. What's going on? Voice. Thanks for calling. Hi. How are you doing? I'm, so, um, um, a little bit on cloud nine-ish, but the short story of this is I met this guy for like two minutes at a wedding this past weekend. Super cute. He reached out to the groom to get my information. We love that. Uh, yes. And then so we started texting on Sunday night. And the thing is, is that we've been texting nonstop since like nonstop all day back and forth and I know some advice you get for like dating apps you know a few texts here and there and then go out to get the vibe with uh with the with them so I'm just calling to see what your advice is do you think I don't want to you know start putting this person on this all these ideas about the texting and going forward you know we have maybe a date plan but it's not officially in the books yet so I just wanted to get your thoughts advice just about not putting him on a pedestal well yeah and if it's like okay to have this whole like we pretty much have this everyday text conversation before we even go on a first date. 
So we know already getting to know each other so well already before voting yeah. the first day. And do you think like um, if I should like back off and do, you know, put the brakes on the taxi a little bit to like yeah. get on the first date? I think, okay, this is so funny. I was actually thinking about this recently myself because I have had that too before where you meet someone and you start texting them and it's just crazy. You feel like, oh my God, you're obsessed with it. And like every time you look at your phone, your heart skips a beat. But the, the reason why I caution against it, and I'm not even cautioning against it. I'm just, it's more just like something you have to watch out for is because I think it creates a false closeness where you kind of feel like you know them more than you do. And texting is great. I love texting. But the truth is until you've actually sat across from someone, heard their laugh, smelled them. I know that's weird, but it's true. Um, You know, talk to them, heard their voice and really spent time with them. You really don't know them that well so it's like it's tough because when you're in that texting obsessive spiral you can't stop so I wouldn't like try to over engineer it one way or another but I would just kind of take stock of of you know your feelings and make sure that you are kind of keeping him you know I I think it's great but have a we'll see mentality be like this is fun but we'll see this is fun texting him but I've never met him in person that we'll see mentality will help you and also per reverse box theory don't put him on a pedestal before you've met him and spent time with him you might meet this guy and he might have a weird fucking laugh or he might not be funny in person or he might you know I don't know a million other things I'm not saying that in a negative pessimistic way I'm saying be neutral like I want neutral optimism you know for uh, leading up to the date and then you can be surprised and have fun but if you put him on a pedestal before you get there you're gonna go in you're gonna be super nervous and also if you put him on a pedestal and imagine like you're dating him and all that's this that and the third when you get there you are raising the likelihood of being disappointed because our overactive imaginations they you know create this world around someone but like I said you really don't know the guy so just be like we'll see this is fun but we'll see and your date when is your date scheduled for well we talked for so the Saturday so it's close oh it's close I hear your advice like I wanted I needed to hear that keep it neutral because of course when I tell my friends I don't have a big dating history so they're all like this is great you know and so it gets me you know, super like, excited. Yeah. 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 I get that. But I want to tell my friends because it's not, it's yeah. a rarity. So I'm just, um, I yeah, guess I'm I get that. Bit, I'm so grateful to hear, you know, just like this to keep me in this, like, um, yeah, we'll see mentality. Yeah. We'll see mentality. And it's like, I get it because I have the most overactive imagination. My friend will be like, oh, I want to set you up with someone and I'm going to be like, and we will be married next June in Tuscany. I am looking at wedding dresses. Like, I get it. And my imagination is just so vivid that it like I get carried away. But then that throws off the vibe when you're in person. So just be like neutral, optimistic. We'll see mentality. And it's exciting. Be excited for your day. Another good trick that I have is shift it from I'm so excited about this person and like who he could be shift it to I'm so excited for my date because that's a tangible thing that's going to happen. So you're excited to learn more. You know what I mean? That's a good like mental trick. Thank you so much for the advice. Uh, As for all the advice mine and the ones you give to every. Thank you. You're so welcome. You are um, very much appreciated from this. You're so sweet. You're so sweet. I hope your date is awesome. Thanks for calling. Thank you and happy early birthday. Thank you. Thanks, babe. Bye. 
Guys, speaking of that, my friend wanted to set me up. I forgot. This is another reason I was in a foul mood. This is, I, I can't believe I'm going to tell this story. She's going to set me up with a guy. Of course, I get so overexcited. Cannot take my own advice to save my fucking life. I'm like, oh my God, he's so funny. We're texting. The banter is amazing. We have a date plan. And then he's like, oh, I'm really sorry. I need to reschedule a date. And I was like being funny. And I was like, whatever it is, you need to cancel. Like, I'm so excited being obnoxious, whatever. He's like, I have to go to a funeral. I was like, okay. <laughs> Okay, I'll just crawl into a cave now. Anyway, I rarely do this, but I need to tell you guys something like right in real time, which is that the guy that I said I thought was seeing someone, he just texted me, which does prove our theory that this show has crazy witchy energy. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I just can't. I just like, I don't know. It's also still this retrograde is driving me insane and I just feel like I should just stay in my apartment until it's over. I don't know. And it was a very lackluster text. It's like we work ourselves up and we get so excited and then it's it's what I it's what I say. It's like crushes always cancel themselves. It's like just just wait until we've had like five dates until you you make yourself un unviable. Like just please. Like I had a crush. Okay, I was excited. I ate pizza and beer with this man. Okay, <laughs> fucking god. Okay. Anyway, let's speak to. I really hope he doesn't listen to this show. Let's speak to Patricia. Hi, Patricia. How are you? Hello. I can't believe I'm on. I've listened to you all the time. Oh, thanks um, for so, calling. My question is kind of odd, and I don't want to come off as, I don't know. Uh, but this is it. My daughter is dating a, a gentleman. Okay. And um, she's 38. Okay. And he's about 37. And okay. He, and she's dated a lot of people. Okay. Anyway, Slay. this boy, this gentleman is very, very, very nice. But the problem is um, he dresses like... Like hippie, like I, he has a job where she's good at um, and excels in, but the, it's like a, it, it, it doesn't require you to dress up. And the first time I met him, there was my daughter dressed really nice, and then he had mm. like these black tennis shoes, these black jeans. His hair's really long. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just it, he he stayed at my house before and he cleans up, but I think that. I don't know if he didn't. Have, he has a little girl. I don't know, and he's divorced. Mm. But I don't know if he didn't have enough money, or that he's just unaware. And his clothes are um, tight because he's gained weight. Oh gosh. And okay. I, I, yeah. So we're having this formal we- wedding. He's going to be in Charleston, South Carolina, for a whole week. I have the means to. I mean, I've worked. I mean, I've I've worked all my life. But and I don't want to sound snotty. No. Uh, I have means to give him some money to go get clothes. I mean, I, it's an expense that he never expected. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He yeah. he works very hard. He's very good at his job. He doesn't make a lot of money. Uh, which, but I respect him as a person. But this clothing thing, I just can't. I just can't get it. I don't understand yeah. it, and I don't know how to approach the situation. Well, I'm of a couple minds. I mean, I think first and foremost, it matters just if he feels good in himself and he feels comfortable. And if that's his look, you know, clothes are an expression of how we're feeling. And maybe he's just a comfort king. Maybe that's just his vibe and it doesn't bother him. I get I get him wanting to look nice for the wedding, though. And I and it's very kind of you to offer to, you know, get him a suit or something. So I think I would honestly try to make it like a, a little bonding moment. Like, 
I think maybe your daughter could say, hey, my mom wants to hang out with us and maybe, you know, we're going to go shopping for looks for the wedding and um, it might be fun to all go together. And then you could kind of make an outing of it and make a day of it. And I think it could be cute, but I wouldn't, I, I get it. But I think also you have to, you have to sort of decipher whether he feels good about himself because if he does, then I think like a little sprucing up here and there is fine, but I don't think that, I don't think like a whole new wardrobe is necessarily in order, but maybe he, maybe he wants a little helping hand, you know? So I would say going shopping together is such a fun way to, you know, not only spend time together, but also, um, you know, suggest, heavily suggest some, some items. Right. I get that. But like his hair is long and stringy and then he wears headbands in it. It's just not going to be appropriate at that wedding. Does it matter? Oh, if he pulls it back in a ponytail, it'll be fine. But I mean, and I, like I say, he's a nice guy. I just don't think he's self-aware. And I'm sort of surprised that my daughter can't, I mean, I, when I dated people or in my husband and my son, I tell them, you know what I mean? Does it bother your daughter? Has your daughter come to you? Yeah, we've talked about it. She knows and she's aware because my other two girls are real, their husbands are real preppy and, uh, and my son is not real preppy. So he's in the middle, but he's aware of, he's aware of what he should wear in different surroundings. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's the point I want to make. Okay. I I get that. I get that. Yeah. So So do you think it would be appropriate if I just took him aside and say, Hey, I, um, I know this wedding is expensive. You know, I'm helping my other kids. I would like to give you something to, you know, I know you, know, you have a budget or whatever. I don't know. I want to say something that I could just give him some money and him and Vincent could go shopping that he would feel okay with himself. I don't, I really think he's a nice person, but I don't, he doesn't really fit in, and not that he has to fit a hundred percent because everybody thinks he's really nice, but it's, it's just going to be really bad if he doesn't. Well, yeah, I, feel, I feel like Vincentia, I don't, I feel like Vincentia deserves someone who wants to make themselves better too. And I don't know if he just doesn't know how to do that. Doesn't, isn't aware. Cause usually when you date someone, you want to lose weight, you want to look your best, but I don't see Gosh, that. In him. I don't know. I think that you said he was such a nice guy. You've said that so many times. And if your daughter's happy, I really think that that's what matters as long as he treats her right and he's kind and he, you know, pushes her and, and supports her and loves her. Then to me, that's what matters. I think everybody has their own look. And um, I, I, you know, I, I get the wedding part. I really get you know, wanting him to have a suit and whatnot for the wedding. But I think everything else, you kind of got to, you kind of got to accept him as who he is because he's someone who makes your daughter really happy. And that's, again, what really matters. Yeah. I had bought his little girl a bunch of clothes for school. That's so and nice. And I probably bought more than I should have. And I didn't want to offend him, but he seemed fine with it. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, and, you know, and maybe talk to your daughter about it because she'll know him best. She's the one who's dating him. So maybe say, you know, I think that going shopping together would be a really nice way to do it because it so it doesn't feel too, you know, I right. don't know. So but I would suggest buy that. some things too. Yeah, I yeah, got okay. yeah. Thank you so much. I just didn't want to do something wrong. Thanks for calling. Know. Yeah. Thanks uh-huh. for calling, Thank Patricia. Okay, bye. Yeah, I think that um, I don't know. I don't know. I think people's looks are their looks. You got to respect that. And 
Um, I, I think that what matters is how some, I always say this to you guys, what matters is how someone makes you feel. So I, I don't know if I totally agree with pushing someone's look. I do remember though, actually that when I was in college, me and my mom and my boyfriend went shopping for his, his first suit. Cause he was from California. So like, he's just a really casual guy. And we started going to like the formals and stuff. So we all went together and it was really cute and fun. It was like a fun moment, but, um, yeah, who cares? I mean, I, we, I know I joke a lot about like men wearing flip-flops and shorts and what this, that, and the third, but ultimately what really matters is how a guy makes you feel and also how many times a week he goes down on you. Okay. Anyway, let's go to, um, uh, let's go to, uh, Diane. Let's go to Diane. Hi, Diane. Hi. I actually was in my car, so I, I just pulled over uh, like I told the screener, um, I missed a little bit uh, while I was talking to him, but this woman needs to stay in her lane. Mm. She is not She is not dating this man. He, she, yeah. she has a daughter who's 37. I don't know if the daughter was ever married or not. He is 38, either divorced or never married, or a widow. But it is not her place, yeah. and never once. Did she say, I talked to, she just needs to stay in her lane. It's the daughter, If it, 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 it's the daughter he is dating and she is dating him. Yeah. And, and this, quite frankly, if I was him and his daughter and this started before we were engaged and we were married, I would really be skeptical about having a mother-in-law like that. Yeah. No, I, I hear your point. And I think, yeah, that's why I kept saying, you know, she's got to speak to her daughter because if it doesn't bother her daughter, then really, you know, then I don't really think she has grounds to stand on. If if it, The only thing that matters is if he treats her daughter right. And it sounds like they're very happy. And the whole wedding thing, I mean, look, you guys know how I feel about weddings. I, I don't really get all the, I think that they should just be a party and a celebration of love. I don't really get all the, you know, rules and all that stuff. So to me, like I, I understand, but I, I think, I don't know. So yeah, I, I think that it, 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 I don't think that it's coming from a bad place, but I agree that, you know, if if her daughter isn't bothered by it, it really shouldn't matter to her. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, as well as I do, I'm not even going to divulge my age because I could be your mother or grandmother. Baby. No, but it is very, very difficult to find good men. Yeah. This yeah. Man, it's her kind. Yeah. And respectful and the mother feels this way about him. Yeah. Then then long hair, short hair. Who cares? Yeah. No, I I agree with you. And I mean, look, and I, I spend so much time on this show, you know, fielding calls from people who are having the most difficult time, as you said, to find a person who makes them feel special and loved and treats them well. So I think it's like literally who cares and and also like now that I'm thinking through it more if my mom said something about the way that my boyfriend looked I would be very hurt honestly especially if I was super in love with my boyfriend I'd be like it's none of your business like it's my boyfriend and I don't care like what you know what other people think of how they look like it's it's for me so yeah I hear you I hear you thanks for calling Diane I I, I agree with you thank you for calling Okay, let's talk to Caroline. Hey, Ting. What's going on? How you doing? 
Good. First of all, I love you. Uh, Second of all, you're so cool. And third of all, congratulations on your book. Thank you. That's so kind. Thank you for the kind words. And thanks for calling. What's going on? Um, Okay, so I have an ick story. Yes. We haven't had a good one in a while. Tell us, sister. Tell us this ick story. I'm ready. I'll set the scene. So right now, I'm currently in my I love love phase. I Mm -hmm. Love my boyfriend a lot. He's great. But before this, I was in my feral rat phase. Of okay, course. we've all been there. All been there. Uh, so I went on a bunch of dates. You know, where did I find these men? In the wild, on <laughs> Tinder, on Bumble. Um, but there was, this one, there was this one guy. So basically, I regulared at this bar, which is horrible and very feral rat of me. Okay. Um, and it's this bar where the servers come to you. So because I regular there, this one server really got to know me, whatever I got to know him. And he asked me out. So this was in, in the wild character. I love that. Um, so he asked me out to a brewery. Of course, he's a server. Duh. Course, yeah. um, so he asked me out to this brewery and I'm like, you know what? I will always give it one chance, you know? So I yeah. go to the brewery. You know, he, he seems really cute and fun as a server. I get there and immediately when I get there, um, he's like, all right, let me just use the bathroom really quick. I'm like, okay, yeah, sure. That's fine. Um, so I get us a table and, um, we're talking, he's a couple years older than me. And, you know, I was making like witty comments here and there and it just went like right over his head. Oh, that's like, I know exactly (laughs) that, you know, you're making those funny jokes and it's just like, they don't get it. And you're just like, Ooh, okay. Okay. Can't keep up with the witty banter. Right. Not off to a great start here. Okay. So that's one, that's a couple points off. Um, but you know what? I'm like, that. that's fine. He doesn't, he's not that funny. You know, maybe he has better qualities. So I, I keep staying. And then, um, maybe he goes to the bathroom again. So after like maybe 15 minutes after the first time going to the bathroom, he goes to the bathroom again. I'm like, Oh, okay. Wow. Shoot. You're like, you have that's diarrhea fun. or a Coke problem. Like, which is it? <laughs> Yeah, I, it could be either he's like shitting his brains out or he's just being off. That, that's not even, we haven't even gotten to it. So a couple of minutes pass, he comes back from the bathroom. We're just chit-chatting about who knows what. And out of nowhere, he goes, and stands up. And I'm like, I'm like, what's, what's wrong? He goes, oh, I have a leg cramp. I'm like, okay, um, everything's okay. And he's He's looking down at me. He's like, do you think it's okay if I stand for a bit? I'm like, looking no. Up um, <laughs> okay, sh- sure. Uh, and I'm like, should I stand? <laughs> like, what if I do? Um, so he's, we're just, we're just there. You know, he's looking down at me and I'm like, I asked him another question. I'm, I feel so uncomfortable. A couple of minutes passed and he's like, all right, it's time to give it a try. I'm like, what? He tries sitting down oh, no. and he goes, ah! <laughs> He goes too soon, and I'm like, I, I, it took everything in me not to crack up because, like, I, I don't know, it was so uncomfortable. So another ten minutes passed, and he's still standing, and I'm sitting, and it's so awkward. Um, but finally, you know, I blacked out. I don't really remember what happened after that. I'm sure he sat down, um, and the date ends. And I'm like, get me the hell out of here. So we're we're leaving, and um, he's like, "Got to use it one more time, right?" I'm like, Stop. "Oh my god, I need to run to my car." I didn't. I I did the nice thing, and he gives me a hug. He's like, "This was the best date I've ever been on." Like, Stop. Thank you. Like, I can't, to, I can't wait to see you again. And I'm like, "Ah, okay." He goes, "One more." Hugs me a second. No. Time. No. Yeah. No. Yes. Oh my god. Honestly. 
I, this is like, I, I really have no words. Everyone in the studio is cracking up. I have tears in my eyes. Like if a guy was like, ah, to me, like I, I would just leave. I'm not going to lie to you. That is the massivest ick. Honestly, getting a leg cramp as a man, like that's an ick. I'm sorry. It is. I'm sorry. It is. Going to the bathroom 10 times, also an ick. Being weird and standing up, not under, I mean, this is like count the ick party game. I mean, it's an entire date of them. The hot, like this is the best date I've ever been on. That's what always gets me too, is when you go on such a bad date and then the guy, like it's always those really bad dates that the the guy's like, oh, when are we doing it again? And you're like, were we sitting on the same date? Like, are we on the same planet right now? Oh my God. Like, I think our wavelengths are wavelengthing together. Holy shit. Okay. Well, now you have a boyfriend and that's a really good ick story, honestly. I've yeah, missed ick stories. I, that, that feral rat phase, I have a bunch of stories like that and all my friends are like, why didn't you leave? I'm like, because of the story. It's all for Thank you. Story. Thank that you. Thank you. It's so funny to me. Exactly. And you have to go through your feral rap phase for the stories, for just experience. And then you value your person even more because you're like, okay, that was fun. And and you learn stuff from it. You had to go through it to, to find your person. And it's so, it's feral rat phases are really important for self-growth. I'm sorry, but I think everyone should go through at least one. I mean, really two, you should have like a, you should have a, a feral rat renaissance, I think in your life, at least, you know, I everyone should. We agree. Yeah. Um, I, that was, well, thank you for listening unbelievable ick story thank you for calling i that was the laugh that i needed to get my day started and you're amazing and i'm so glad i'm so glad you had a feral rat phase and that now now you're everyone happy needs one. everyone needs Doctor one feral rat phase <laughs> exactly for everyone. All right, well, thanks for calling thanks, thanks. bye babe what a cutie i really mean it everyone should have a feral rat phase at least once it's so important it's so important and i missed ick stories if anybody else has good ick stories know that you can always call in we love an ick story they they just make me smile so much let's chat with gina hi gina oh my god hi what's going on how are you doing oh my god i'm freaking out right now i am oh my god I know everyone always says this and everyone always is like, I don't know what my reaction is going to be, but I cannot believe it. I am homesick today. So that's the only reason I could Oh, call. I'm sorry you're sick. I Thank you for calling, but I'm sorry you're sick. That's so annoying. You know what? It's making the best. It's like, this is making my sick day. So oh. it is totally okay. I was on Instagram and I saw you put it up and I was like, I'm going to call. I'm going to give it a try because I you. listen to you on my commute home from work. And I just have to say, thank you so much. Like, I don't know if you understand like what you do for all of us. I know everyone always says thank you and everything, but I think that you just need to hear like on my really rough days from work, like you just turn my whole day around. You help me to like refocus and like think about myself and like think about things that I need to do for me. And like, Mm, that's so important. I have tears in my eyes. And I wanted to say, I hope you're so proud of yourself for your book because like, that's such a huge accomplishment. And like, And we can say that we're proud of you and everything, but I think the most important thing is that you're proud of yourself. So I just wanted you to hear that, and I hope you feel that. Gina, thank you so much. I I really, that means so much to me, and I feel so lucky that I get to be in all of your lives in this way and be, like, with you on your commute home from work and talk to you every day, and it's a honor and it's a responsibility that I take very seriously. I'm going to, I'm really crying now. This is, thank you. That means a lot. And I, I'm just very lucky to have, have you and to just 
Thank you. That's so nice. You're really, we are really so means lucky a to lot. have you. Like, you normalize so many of like the twenty. Like, I'm 26, and like, you just normalize so much stuff. Like, I think you've helped me get over like my fear of like that I'm going to be like forever alone because I'm single, and like, I just. I appreciate you so much. I'm always like, well, Tank says this. And like, I'll, I literally, my friend was going through something last week. I literally sent her like a specific episode. I said, you need to listen to the first caller because what she said applies to you. <laughs> I just like, I am always spreading what you say. I'm always like, I'm even at work. I'll be like, well, my favorite podcaster said this. And I've told 8 million people about your dressing. Cause I think I just know like you've worked so hard to do so many of the things that you've done. So I'm so proud of you. And I do have one question. It's kind of a funny question. Yeah, please ask me, please. Okay. So I noticed that you just started re- or started watching Laguna Beach. Yes. So I need to know if you're team Kristen or team Lauren. Oh, God, you know what? I think it's so difficult because I've been thinking about this question a lot as I've been watching it. And it's like I've read so much and seen so many interviews of them at after the fact that it seems like the Mm -hmm. producers really made them both look kind of bad even though probably neither of them were bad you know what I mean like I think that but honestly I am team kind of Kristen is that bad (gasps) it's not it's okay so it's funny because I just rewatched it recently and they're teenagers and I feel bad because like they're They're so young yeah they're so young and like it, the only reason being is because, like, it was her boyfriend and then he, you know, right. they were, okay, this is my actual read of it. Like, it, Stephen and Kristen were, like, in a relationship and I need to listen to that podcast. I know they did some, like, I think it's called Back to the Beach and I need to listen to it. But I think my read is they were in a relationship and then they were like, okay, like, Elsie has this, like, really, like, amazing quality about her. She's kind of, like, the sweet girl next door. Let's put her in the mix and try to, like, make a plot line out of, like, them being a love triangle, even though it's pretty mm-hmm. clear that her and Stephen are just friends and that's okay. And I don't know how much she actually liked him or not, but to me it was just the producers being like, like, this is the plot line, so we're just going to go with it. But, like... Literally, you have to listen to the episode where Lauren goes on their show, because I did listen to it, and it does change so much of your perspective yeah, on it. Yeah, I really... they admit, like, so much stuff. Yeah, okay, I'm going to listen to it. But, like, when I was re-watching it, my main takeaway is, like, wow, this is so insane. They're all teenagers, and they were tr- being treated like adults, and they were just, like... They were so mm-hmm. grown up for teenagers. Like, I remember I'm a little bit younger than them, and I was watching, like, when I lived in London, and I was like, oh, my God, they're so much more grown up than me. Like, they're so pretty. They, are like, have cars. They, like, have these cool lives and like I was like I was like a frizzy like I was like Mia Thermopolis before the makeover (laughs) like until age 19 so I was just shook at like how grown up they were and like I was just like oh my god but the the villain the real villain of this of the show is Jason that's my takeaway from this rewatch is like he literally like (laughs) there was a scene where Alex goes to like speak to him and she's like hey can we talk and he just doesn't respond and he's just playing basketball and they're supposed to be like dating and I was like what the fuck yes yes it was so awkward oh my god it was so (laughs) awkward I was like talk to her like and the worst part is all of them just kept putting up with it and like I was just and that's even crazier that then he went on to date Lauren for so long and also they don't even have anything they didn't even have a spark like the first date that Jason takes Mm -hmm. Lauren on they're in the car and he's like he's like you're so cute and she's like I'm... and then they just make out the whole night yeah in the hot tub. and like, then they make out the whole night and she's like i feel cute with you or whatever and 
I'm just like, I'm like, you guys don't have a spark. You're just like saying each other is cute back and forth. Um, so, I just can't. It's just it, it was just like to the start of like the reality TV world, and it's just so funny to watch back on it. But like literally, when I saw you were watching it, I was like, oh my god, because I just finished rewatching. It's so such a good dying. rewatch. I'm gonna do the hills next, and then the city, just yes. for for you know continuity. I'm just gonna go through all of them and and see what I have to say about the, all of them together. But they're the best. I literally feel like it's so nostalgic and it's just it's the best tv watching literally um thank you so much for calling you literally made my day like seriously i i'm so lucky thank you for your kind words it means a lot i'm gonna carry that with me today so thank you it really 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 means a lot and i hope you feel better what you're doing you're helping us all thank Thank you. you thank you lots of love babe bye bye love you oh my god what an absolute sweet angel i Wow. I love her. Love you, Gina, so much. Uh, Sam, let's talk to Sam. Hi, how are you? Hi, Tanks. I'm good. I'm so excited to talk to you. How are you? Me too. Uh, no, I'm so glad you called. What's going on? Um, so first, I just want to say congratulations on your book and your hot sauce. Thank it's you. also amazing. Thank you. So happy for you. So nice. Thank um, you. You're welcome. So uh, I just want to thank you also for your work around seeking joy and female happiness. Like you really inspired me to seek joy in my life and do things that are fun or make me happy. So, um, so thank you so much for that. Good. And it's kind, of, <laughs> it's kind of related to my question because okay. it kind of led to the situation. Okay, great. Um, so, <laughs> so basically I'm going on like a sexy weekend trip with this guy next Hell weekend. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Tell me more. So okay. So I want to get your thoughts on it. Um, so just as like a quick background, a few weeks ago, I went on this amazing vacation and it was a small group of people that I'd never met before. And there was this guy who I felt pretty strongly was into me mm-hmm. and I wanted to being a crush on him too and long story short we hooked up on the last night of the trip and fun. it was such a good hookup like it was so hot so fun love it um <laughs> and some and like he doesn't live anywhere close to me which is fine um but something we connected about on the trip was like how we both love ski uh love skiing okay so i got this idea I had that it would be super fun if he and I did like a sexy ski weekend together. Hell yeah. Um, so basically I just said, fuck it. Like this would be so fun. And I asked him if he wanted to do it. And now we're going next weekend. Oh my God. I'm literally so proud of you. And that is the exact energy that we want. Yes. I mean, I just can't think of enough words to say yes with, but like that is it. And I'm so proud and excited for you. Hell yes. Thank you so much. I'm very proud of myself, too. Um, So basically, my question is about sharing a space with a guy. Like, it's been a while since I shared a hotel room with someone I was sleeping with. And I'm a little bit anxious about it. Not because of this guy. I'm super comfortable around him. But I'm still like, how am I going to share this tiny space with him? No, girl, I get it 100%. Is that the question about the space? Because if so, I 100% understand. I have like so much anxiety with sharing space with people. I just, it's, it has caused me a lot of anxiety over my life, like going away with trips with boys. Like I understand completely. But here's the thing that it took me a long time to realize. Boys just don't realize as much shit as we do. So 
you know, mm-hmm. for me, it's like it's crazy because it's the only area where I'm like when it's still new, you know, in the first early stages, like the first trip away with someone. I am like so anxious about like all of my toiletries because I have like an entire Sephora that I travel with and do all my weird skincare and I like to tongue scrape and like do all this weird shit. And I like my clothes there and I'm worried about shitting in the room and all this stuff like I 100 percent get it. But boys just don't notice like nothing you do will really weird them out. You know what I mean? And also you're going to be like having sex the whole time and like he's not going to notice and just shit in the lobby of the hotel. And people say to me, oh, Tinks, you're this. You're like my. (laughs) Yeah, no, you have to do it. Like people are like, Tinks, you're this big feminist. You're this big, you know, whatever. Do whatever. Fuck men person, whatever, blah, blah. I don't give a shit quite and pun intended. I shit in the lobby. 100% of the time go just pretend you're calling your mom saying you're going to get a coffee doesn't matter boys are stupid they won't figure it out um you just go to the lobby and do your business there and you will be a lot more relaxed and the rest of it like don't worry he won't notice he's you're gonna be so like into each other that it won't matter and like you know the only other thing you have to worry about is sleeping like sometimes it's hard to actually physically sleep with a new person so if you're an earplug person maybe take earplugs like don't worry about that stuff just how many nights are you going for two three three okay that's fine you're gonna be fine like even if you're I always think about it this way what's the worst case scenario because I have sleep anxiety too so I'm like what's the worst case scenario you don't sleep that much for three nights you'll be a little tired who cares you know what I mean that's the worst that can happen it's fine Cassandra hi Hi. how are you (laughs) I'm good what's going on with you you have a, a partner yeah so I'm engaged which uh I guess congrats thank you uh gonna say brings its own challenges so everything is great with um my relationship great. but i'm actually calling because i i asked my friends to be bridesmaids okay. and um my best friend from college um like we were roommates from freshman year mm-hmm. like hit it off right away and stayed roommates like throughout college um she said no to being a bridesmaid um because there's another couple in our wedding party um one of my bridesmaids and the guy is a groomsman for my fiance um, that my college friend is upset with because they didn't come to her wedding uh, because of COVID. Um, And now I'm wondering whether I should even invite her to the wedding because I feel like that's just really petty that she can't Mm. put that aside out of her friendship to me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm very lenient. Like, I think that if someone can't be a bridesmaid for financial reasons, or maybe they've just had a baby or something, I'm totally, I think that's okay. But I think that is the stupidest reason to not be a bridesmaid that I've ever heard. That's so petty. It's really not about her. Even if there was another girl in the bridal party who she fucking hated, she should still say yes, because you're her best friend from college. And that's just like, selfish. That's just like being a bad friend, in my opinion. Um, but do you still invite her to the wedding? I yeah, guess. I, don't know. I mean, I, I mean I, she's she's really been like a batteries not included friend for the last few years. Yeah. Like since she moved out of state after college. Um and so I was like hoping that including her in this wedding party would show her how important she is to me. Yeah. And kinda like reignite the friendship. Um and we actually saw each other a couple weeks ago at another friend's wedding and it kind of like neither of us really addressed it because um, I don't know it wasn't like that's not the point of yeah. the, the event and stuff we just wanted to like keep things nice for 
other friend that was getting married. Um, Did you have fun with her at all? I mean, it was like cordial. Um, yeah. It was like there was sort of that like elephant in the room. Of, yeah. Like, we both know that we had this like really difficult conversation and yeah. that she really hurt me and we're just not going to acknowledge it. Um, I can't believe that like an adult woman, sorry, I'm just going over it in my head and I can't believe that like an adult woman would sit there on the phone and be like, I'm mad at that. And also they didn't come because of COVID. That's like a legit reason. Like, yeah. so, it's not <laughs> so, like they didn't come because so, like, they wanted yeah. to go to fucking Universal Studios. Like, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I don't know. I think that's a bit pathetic. I think like whatever would be less stressful for you, like you have enough stress on your head planning a wedding, like whatever you're like, sometimes the least stressful thing is just to be like, you know what? I'm just going to fucking invite her. Cause I don't want to deal with the drama. That being said, kind of what I'm leaning towards, like I feel like I should take the high road and like be a better person and still invite her. Um, yeah. But like, I don't even think it's, like, like, about that. I think it's just, like, do whatever is less stressful for you. You don't need any other drama. Like, obviously, she's dramatic. The only thing is, like, I don't know. It depends. If it were me, I'm trying to think. If it were me, I'd be, like, I'd probably just invite her because I just wouldn't want to deal with the stress. But I would also probably view this as, like, friendship ending or at least, like, you're going to demote her to be, like, an acquaintance because it's so petty. It's so selfish to 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 you know drag you down to drama when it's your wedding it's your special time I'm sure you were there for her and her wedding and it's just like be a be an adult you know yeah and like the ridiculous thing is that she she made it about her but in a way that she was saying that she was doing it to be thoughtful to me the worst type of person yeah she's like I'm I'm stepping back from this because I want you to be able to have the best time possible. Oh, fuck off. That's <laughs> I just know. I know. so I can't stand people like that. Like if you're going to do it, own it. Be like, I can't stand them. And I think that I would have a raging like fit of rage if I was around them. I'm really sorry. I don't want to be a bridesmaid, but like I'm there for you 110%. The fact that she didn't even own it is just like, yeah. she's obviously and pathetic and like, she doesn't even know the she doesn't actually even know the girl that she supposedly doesn't like. She doesn't like this girl because the other girl's fiance uh, is yeah. friends with her husband or pathetic was friends with her husband. Pathetic. And Imagine she must live a life of leisure. Imagine having that much time and energy to care about something so small. Really. I mean, she must live a absolutely fantastic life of that if her panties are in that much of a bunch because of that situation. I don't even know. Yeah, I feel like this is taking up way too much of her mental. Yeah, it's too much. (laughs) It's too much. Um, I say invite her and then like demote. I think it's just easiest. Path of least least resistance. Yeah, that's about what I've been thinking too. Yeah. That's good to get that uh, confirmation. (laughs) Listen, don't let it take up any more of your mind share. Enjoy your planning of your wedding. Enjoy your wedding. Don't give her another thought because she doesn't deserve it. And uh, just, yeah, consider this the end of the conversation in your head and just like, just move on and enjoy your special time. Awesome. Thank you. Good. Um, congrats again, babe. And uh, have a have a fab day. Thanks. You too. Bye. Bye. People are so pathetic. I hate pathetic people. Out of all the negative things, I hate pathetic people. Like just what? Just be a normal human being. Like be an adult. Um, 
Okay, let's talk to Sarah. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Hey, good. How are you? I'm good. What's going on? I just have a crush list story for you to basically validate that um, you have superpowers. We love it. You have superpowers. It's your crush list. Tell us. This is amazing. Um, which I do. Yeah, I'll need some help on uh, on the back end. But essentially, I met this guy surfing, which I'm kind of Hot. in a new place. So I very much have like new girl, new place energy. Which yes. Is lovely. Yes. New girl but, smell. New girl smell is like the reason that I moved so much in my 20s is because it is a real thing. And you're very, very popular and sexy for the first year you live in a new place. Yes. Especially being by the ocean. It's just like a different. Vibe. Oh, yeah. But um, so I met him surfing and I was like with a group of guys and he was like asked me to watch his board and he was just such a freaking cutie and he oh started talking to me and we were chatting for like 10 minutes and then we literally paddled out and surfed together and I was like wave at him every time he got to surf uh, like a wave in and I was such a loser um, because I would just look at him every time. It was so funny. Wait, that's then so I was, hot. That is the biggest meet cute ever. Like, oh my God, this I is know. the beginning of like a Mary-Kate and Ashley movie. <laughs> It was adorable, but um, I didn't end up talking to him after because I think he left or whatever, mm-hmm. but I wrote it down um, like your book talks about, which mm-hmm. is just so funny because I feel like I would never normally do that. But mm-hmm. I wrote down his name and then I ended up going to a yoga class um, at one of my friends. She teaches yoga and she's like one of my good, good friends. I've known her for years and he was in the class and I didn't realize it until um, he was leaving and she like said his name and I was like, Oh my God. That's that, that's that hot dude that I am obsessed with. And so I like smiled at him and then I kind of just didn't do anything about it. And so I need to figure out what to do next. Cause she like has the schedule. So she can totally tell me like when he's coming to class or when he signed up, which is like kind of creepy, but we're just, it's not creepy. It's cute. I think you, I totally think you should just have her, you should go to another class next week where he's going to be and then talk to him at the end of the class. It's not creepy. It's fucking cute and charming. Like what if you guys end up together? This will be literally the cutest story of all time. Like just do it. It's fine. It's, it's not like I, I am obsessed with this and it has really good energy. Clearly he's feeling the vibe too. And it's like in person is always sexier. And this way you can wear like a really cute yoga set workout set and like look really cute. And then next, next class, you just, you go up and be like, we're on the same like activity schedule or something and just be cute. Should I, should I be like, Hey, like, do you remember me type of thing? Or be like, Oh, didn't we meet surfing? Or should I just like try to talk to them and like not even bring up that? You can do that. I, I get that because I, I always have paranoia that people don't remember me. I don't want to be like. Yeah. Just be like, hey, it's I'm me, like, your what? surfing buddy. <laughs> just be like cute and like just be like, hi, it's me, your favorite surfing buddy. And just go from there. And then if he says, oh, have we met? <laughs> he won't. He won't. He won't. Don't be silly. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, that's that's essentially the story. So nothing has happened yet. I just thought it was like one of those weird um, moments that I just had to share. The crush list is magical. Okay, please, you have to write into us next week. We want to know what happened. Okay, I know you're going to say we're going on a date. I know it. I'm manifesting it for you. It's going to happen. Oh, I'm going to ask him out. I'm asking him out. Hell He's yeah. Asking. I'm going to be like, yeah, no. Okay, but please email because I want to know and I'll tell the, I'll tell the, the squad because I know we're all going to want to know. Okay, perfect. Thank you for calling in. Keep working the crush list. I'm so excited for you. This is amazing energy. Love to see it. Thank you. Bye, babe. If you're listening to this as a podcast, did you know you can sign up for a free three-month trial of SiriusXM? Sign up at SiriusXM.com slash 
Tink's offer and listen to the show live every week because we have so much fun live. Don't forget, new episodes of the pod are available every Monday and Friday. I love you all so much. Have a fantastic day. See you Friday. Bye.